How to Replace Anxiety as a Mother. My name is Shania Rajanam. I am founder of the Women's School, where we give practical tools for women to get out of depletion into a life of wholeness. And today I want to speak directly to mothers because anxiety has become a synonymous almost conversation when it comes to motherhood. And there is this assumption that motherhood is supposed to be a lowering of our standards as opposed to an elevation. And I think we need to switch this narrative because what I'm seeing is that mothers today feel that when walking into motherhood, it means that there has to be an exchange of life, that the only way I can give life to my children is if I actually be, if I actually deplete myself of my own life. And that's not the way motherhood is intended. I can't look at my daughter and say, you're the reason why I have no life to live or give right? We can't give what we don't have. And so we need to change and switch, I think, the narrative that we have as mothers and not fall into the trap that this is how motherhood is supposed to be, that we're supposed to live a lifetime or half of our life on survival mode, being exhausted, being so tired, being depleted, being stressed. I mean, that's not the way motherhood was intended. And no, nor can we actually be the mother we want to be if we're constantly in a state of anxiety and stress and, you know, um, be, being overwhelmed. So let's get to the heart of this. And I'm just going to briefly touch into it. And number one is that anxiety is learned and anxiety is extremely contagious. So when we first have a baby and I hear this all the time, I've trained thousands of women into a life of wholeness in the past 20 years. And I hear this all the time. I wasn't anxious before, I, you know, I became a mom. So anxiety is a learned habit. And what I mean by that is that as motherhood, when we become a mom, there's a natural, all of a sudden burden that we see, oh my, there's this little tiny person. What do I do? How do I do this? And so we get into a worry state. Okay. Worry should lead us to solution. Excessive worry of the future and what's going to happen and ruminating thoughts that we cannot control and focusing on all the negative things becomes anxiety, right? It becomes us now overthinking and ruminating negative thoughts of the future that we can't control. So this is sort of a quick understanding of anxiety, but we need to understand this from a very neurological level because anxiety is a, you know, it becomes a neurologically wired pattern. And it becomes a way of life and it's habitual, just like nicotine is habitual, you know, or eating or binging, or it becomes a way for us to actually cope. But so much of it, we are not even understanding and we don't even have language for the struggle. So let's bring clarity that, you know, we need to pay attention. Number one, when those anxious moments come, there has to be a level of awareness where mothers, we need to be constantly thinking about what we're thinking, not ruminating negative thoughts, but thinking and evaluating about what we're thinking so that we know when to stop negative thoughts and when to allow positive thoughts. Okay. So number one is awareness. Uh, and number two is understanding this part of our brain called a reticular activator. We call it RAS. And that's a little part of our brain, not a little, but it's a small part of our brain that actually allows us to focus on what we are thinking about. So if we're thinking and worrying, what happens is that we start to see more of it. If I am looking for a white Honda you know, van or, you know, I'm all of a sudden going to start seeing it all over the road. When I'm pregnant, if, when, if I'm pregnant, I'm all of a sudden going to start to see all the pregnant ladies. Why? Because that's a part of our brain that helps us to focus on what it is that we're thinking. So what if we're thinking about all the bad things? Is he breathing? Is he going to die tomorrow? Is he going to get sick? All this, guess what? Our reticular activator goes to work and we see more of what to worry about. And then what happens is that thoughts 
actually change our emotion what we're ruminating all the worry change our emotion now we're anxious now we're stressed now our emotion releases a chemical reaction in our body biologically that actually makes our body tense so thoughts actually change our biochemistry this is why um, stress is the biggest cause of cancer because thought alone can actually produce inflammation and it's scientific. So as mothers, we need to understand that we have no choice but to manage our thoughts if we want to manage anxiety and not actually wire it to our children. So we need to have an actionable steps and be hyper aware when worry comes we need to have our replacement script when worry comes so we're not always um, uh, worried and constantly going there without a replacement. We can't erase unless we replace. So for example, life happens for me, not to me. Life happens for me, not to me. And number two, we need to focus on the good that we want. What's the best case scenario? I have seven children. And so it's easy for me to feel like, oh my gosh, all over the place and all the chaos. And so I'm constantly managing my mind and saying, What's the best case scenario here? And I tell my daughters, I have a 10 year old daughter. I'm like, you're going to the road of negativity, which you're going to see more of it. Let's talk about the best case scenario. The best case scenario is that we're on time and we're not late or whatever it is we're dealing with. So you practice the best case scenario to put your reticular activator to work. Okay. And the third thing is that anxiety comes in because we feel um, as though we don't have hope on how to change the future. So the most critical part is actually create a future by design and work towards it. It actually means that we need to think about what we want, dream about it, learn how to dream because dreaming is a muscle and actually move into action. The quickest way to get rid of anxiety is massive action. So what happens is that we get stuck and we feel anxious because we feel like we're not going anywhere and it's making us worry and then it becomes a vicious cycle. And so we need to say, okay, I'm really right now in the place of worry. What can I do? You know what? I'm going to create a plan that's going to get me focused on a beautiful future. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to actually dream about the next home we're going to live where everything's safe and it's a beautiful neighborhood. And so what happens is that we actually put our focus on the things that we want now we have a dream and dreaming actually gives us hope. It's case study after case study that hope is better than any kind of medication. It's when we feel hopeless that we actually walk into a life of depression. If we don't see that there's light in the tunnel and there's that, oh, wow, it's going to be like this in six months. It's going to be like this in two months. It's going to be like this, you know, that that this messy room is going to look like this, that we're constantly dreaming and hoping. That's why dreaming and motherhood has to be part of the shift of narrative. And dreaming is the best antidote to worry and anxiety because you get yourself out of that negative state. So if you are interested to learn more about the real practical, neurological, psychological, physical, <clears throat> integrated way and in how to be a woman in 21st century in context of motherhood, please visit us at January, <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> donovan.com, where we really give you real tools to get out of depletion to wholeness, but tools and skills based on the integrated woman. We actually talk about every part of our life so that we don't leave parts of us behind. My name is January Donovan. I am founder of the Women's School, where we have a mission and vision to eradicate depletion for moms today and women and into a life of wholeness.